0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. In today's episode, I offered up a little challenge to you. And I think this is one that you should pay attention to and you should actually execute and practice because this is an important challenge, an important mindset reframe that will help you pretty much in every area of your life. But I thought it would be a little... It would be fun to kind of change things up. This was actually a call that I did for the challenge participants. So we have a Neurotype challenge going on right now. If you're not in it, you should probably join our next one. If you don't know how to do that, you should first join our Facebook group. Go to the Personality Diet and Neurotype Training on Facebook, join the group. You'll get all the info about the next challenge in November. But this will give you a little bit of a taste of some of our weekly calls that we do for the challenge. And I've got a challenge for you this week. So, If you do participate, let me know. I would love to hear about it. Just DM me on Instagram or post in the Facebook group. If you hit me up on Instagram, it's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And as always, if you can leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, it would be greatly appreciated. You can just um, tell me your honest opinion about the show only if it's five-star opinion. Um, And then if you could share the love with friends and family, just you know, take a... Take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories, or you can just send them the link directly. You can copy the link to the episode or whatever episode resonates with you and send it to anybody that you think would benefit from it. With that being said, listen to the challenge I've got for you this week and enjoy the episode. All right, guys. So, this is kind of a special treat because right now I am live on Zoom and on Facebook for our challenge participants. So, if you're listening to this, On the podcast, this is something that I felt like would be really cool to do. If you're not in our challenge, you should know that every single week, we do like a little bit of a wrap-up call. We're halfway through the current challenge, and we're about to go into week three. So every week, we have a different theme. We have a different mini challenge. The objective is just to stay engaged and continue to build on the foundation that we create through our challenges. So one of the fundamental pieces that we look to build through our challenges is mindset, obviously, but we kind of start every single challenge with solidifying certain anchors. Anchors being the daily habits and actions that are the building blocks for everything that we try to build For the future, for our future selves. And the analogy that I always give is when you are trying to build a skyscraper, you can only build it as high as the foundation will allow. So we put a lot of emphasis on the foundation. I think where sometimes we get confused is we think because this is a challenge, because this is a short duration, because this is only four weeks, that we are selecting anchors for the challenge. And I'm here to tell you that is not the case. We are selecting anchors for life. And there's a big difference between, all right, I'm going to do these anchors for the next four weeks between, there's a difference between that and I'm going to solidify these anchors for the rest of my life. Anchors being moving your body, getting you know steps in, drinking enough water, prioritizing protein and veggies, um, prioritizing self-care or sleep. Those are just some examples. The anchors can really be anything that you want to solidify as a building block for your success. And it can be mindset related. It can be physical, um, a lot of different things that we can use as anchors. But the mindset going in is that this is not just something I'm doing for four weeks. This is something I'm doing for the rest of my life. The reason why that's so important right now, I am traveling. I'm in Nashville. I'm outside of my routine. So, Mel and I, when we travel we like to enjoy good food we like to enjoy good drinks we like to explore the city we don't we're not 100% dialed in but we have spent enough time solidifying the anchors that are important to us so we know that every single day that we're here we're still going to walk we're still going to drink water we're still going to eat protein and veggies we're also going to enjoy ourselves if you if you saw any of the stories that i posted you've seen some some fancy looking drinks you've seen some delicious food you saw that bomb milkshake that i posted with the peanut butter and all the craziness on there like we enjoy it because we have the anchors that we have solidified over a long period of time we didn't just go in blindly and hope and pray We've been working at this for a while. We also know before we came here, we knew exactly how many workouts we were going to get in. We knew exactly what it was going to look like from a training perspective that we might have had to adjust our schedule moving forward to accommodate for travel. So there's a little bit of planning. We know what consistency is going to look like. We know what anchors we are going to continue to follow through on, and we stick to the plan. Now- let's just say hypothetically that we didn't stick to our plan. It's okay because we know contextually that a couple days, two, three days is really irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. So we don't over-rotate on trying to be perfect. We just understand the big picture. We understand that we are going to uh, do what needs to be done uh, when we get back or whatever. Uh, and, And it's just important to keep that frame of reference. So, for and that's, that actually has nothing to do with the upcoming mini challenge that we are going to do. And I wanted to present this, this mini challenge for everybody that's listening, which is why I'm recording this, which is why I want everybody who is listening to the podcast, uh, everybody who's on Zoom, I want you all to participate in this challenge because it's an important one. Um, what we are going to do for this challenge, for this mini challenge. The reason why I'm, before I tell you what the mini challenge is, I want to tell you the thought process behind it. I'm hearing a lot of things and reading a lot of things that kind of along the lines of um, almost playing the victim in certain situations. So I'll give you an example. Like, um, I had a really stressful day at work, which made me. Eat a lot of food, or I had a really stressful day at work, which made me have some wine and indulge in cookies, or I got into an argument with so and so, and that made me do X, Y, and Z. And you understand that the words that you use are basically externalizing responsibility, right? Like it made me, this situation made me do this. And the words that you use to describe those situations are really important because the, the stressful day at work, the argument, whatever you were going through, whatever horrible things happened, whatever, we all have bad days, right? Shit happens. We all know this. When shit happens, it doesn't make you do anything. There is, it doesn't make you do anything. You are then deciding to, to take part in those actions, which is okay. That doesn't make you a bad person, but it's important to frame it in the context of ownership and responsibility because you're saying it made me do this, but it didn't. How you should frame it is I had a stressful day at work and then I decided to drink. Then I decided to eat a bunch of cookies. Then I decided to do whatever it is that you decided to do. Now you're placing ownership on yourself. Again, this is without judgment. You're not judging yourself. You're just stating facts that you were the person that made the decision. Nobody forced you to do anything. You were the person that made the decision to take those actions. Period. The end. No judgment attached. But now that you've taken ownership and responsibility, guess what? You are in the driver's seat. You are in control. When you externalize that responsibility and you place blame elsewhere, like this thing made me do this thing. Well, now you're removing yourself from the equation. So it's like, I can't control it. And now every single time the same situation occurs, you're going to fall down that same pattern. And it becomes a predictable pattern that you fall into. Every time I'm stressed, I grab food. Every time I have a rough day at work, I start drinking at the end of it. Right Now you create these patterns, these habits that are not serving you. And because you've pushed off that responsibility onto the situation itself and not onto yourself, you are now no longer in the driver's seat of control. So you look for other, other things, right? You've externalized the blame. So now you're trying to externalize the solution. Like somebody... Tell me the thing that's going to fix this, when in reality, you are the thing that is going to fix this. So, what we are going to do for this week, the challenge that I have is to break the cycle. The challenge for week three is going to be break the cycle because every cycle is created in the same way, and every cycle can be disrupted in the same way. At any point in time, in that pattern that exists, You can disrupt that pattern and you can choose. You have to consciously choose a different path. So the first step is you have to be aware of it. And that's like the million dollar question. How can I be aware of something that I don't know is happening? Well, you can have somebody tell you, like a coach, a mentor, a friend, a family member, somebody can tell you, hey... There's this pattern that I'm noticing that's probably not very helpful for you. You have to be willing to receive that feedback and not get defensive. I've been on the other side of that, where somebody has tried to tell me that I was falling down a destructive pattern, and I didn't want to hear it, and I got really defensive. But then over time, I was like, you know what? There's some validity to that. Maybe I should do a little bit more self-reflection. Or you have to spot the trend on your own. You have to start to, to think about, well, you know what? I'm landing in the same spot. I'm having the same issue over and over again. Maybe there's something to this. Maybe there's some there's a reason for this. Maybe there's something that exists that I'm not noticing. Like for me, it was the chronic dieting cycle and landing in the same spot over and over again and being like, hmm, this is interesting because I keep doing the same thing and I keep getting the same result. I probably need to disrupt this pattern and do something different. So We always have these patterns that exist. They all exist in the same format. But the more that you go through them, the more that they become automatic behaviors. Like there's a trigger, your your brain is, is firing in the same way that it always does. You have the event that happens, and then you have your response, and it's almost like this automatic behavior that exists you you know you have that argument and you go right for the cookies or you know just using that as a hypothetical example you have the stressful day at work and you immediately grab the wine and it becomes subconscious you don't even have to think about it you just do it so you have to first be aware of that pattern that you're trying to break and then you have to disrupt it by pausing and bringing yourself to conscious choice and i think it's important that you frame it in the you know context of responsibility and ownership you are choosing to do this thing doesn't mean you're going to be perfect you may actively choose the same outcome but if you can get yourself to a place of conscious choice you are significantly increasing your odds of making a better decision or one that's going to serve you the way that you want it to right because you're the one that has goals you're the one that says you want xyz result but yet if you're if you're in this pattern that's not leading you to those results. Well, now we have to consider disrupting that pattern and, and coming up with a more productive solution. So, you can create just a simple pause before you go for the wine, before you go for the cookies, before you go for whatever it is, you know that, that pattern that exists, before you make that decision... You take a pause, you change your environment, you take five deep breaths, you go for a walk, you step out of the kitchen, you count to five, you walk back in, um, you whatever, go for a lap around the block, you go play with your dog for a little bit, you do something just to break the immediate decision. And now you bring yourself to conscious choice. Uh, Is this really the thing that I wanna be doing right now? Or is there an alternative? Now, if you choose the same outcome, then it should still be framed with that sense of ownership. I I tried to break the cycle. I went out of the kitchen. I took five deep breaths. I took a walk. I came back in and I decided to do this thing. It wasn't that the stressful thing made you do that thing. You still chose that outcome. And that is okay. Again, without judgment, You're you're just presenting facts of the situation. And now, again, you're, you're staying in the driver's seat. The next time that you have that same cycle, you break the cycle again. And it also helps to come up with, ahead of time, things that you might be able to do other than the outcome that you're trying to break, right? So instead of wine, instead of food, instead of whatever it is, you come up with a few other options in your mind. It helps to just have one or two. Because you don't want to get into decision fatigue. You just want to break the cycle, create that pause, and then have the one or two alternatives ready to go in your mind. Like I know that if this happens again, instead of what I normally do, I'm going to try this or this. That's it. One or two things. And then you break the cycle and you execute on one of those two things. So that is my challenge. We are going to do a break the Cycle Challenge, where you are going to tell me in the Facebook group, and if you are listening on the podcast, you're not in our challenge, you can still participate. You just can't win all the fun prizes. So like after I'm finished with this, everybody who's in the challenge, they're going to have a chance to win a Fitbit. If you're on the podcast and you're not in the challenge, you don't have the option. You don't have the opportunity right now To win the Fitbit, you would need to get into one of our future challenges. So you can still participate. I would still encourage you to participate because this is one of the most important things when it comes to achieving your results, when it comes to getting out of disruptive patterns, when it comes to um, solidifying your mindset, when it comes to the stuff that really matters. Because how you communicate with yourself matters, how you communicate yourself when things go, go sideways, how you bounce back from that how you continue to move forward like all that stuff is really the key to success and if you continue to deflect responsibility and ownership you're always going to wonder why you're always going to search for the next thing like maybe there's this other thing that's going to help me maybe there's this thing out there that I'm missing it's the internal that you're missing because you're you're deflecting all of a sudden you internalize it, you take ownership, you take responsibility, and then you do something about it. That's how change happens. It doesn't happen any other way. And I always, I always bring this up, like things can happen that are happened to you, but it's always your responsibility. So if somebody, you know, if you're parked at a red light and somebody hits you from behind, what could you have done about that? You know, it's like you were just sitting there. There's nothing you could do even though I think sometimes we should always think about, even in in those situations, like, was there anything that I could have done? And if you determine, no, there's nothing I could have done. Okay, great. We know it's not your fault, but guess what? It's still your responsibility. You still have to take the action to handle whatever event just happened to you. So it's still your responsibility. And I think that when we take that ownership It empowers us to truly make the change that we desire and to never look back. I think um, this is one of the most important mindset shifts or reframes that will help you to become successful and resilient and the badass that you are and to continue down the path that you're on right now, because if you're here, you're on an amazing path already, but we want to continue to solidify that. Um, One last thing. That I wanted to mention because this weekend I'm uh, doing a little. I have like a little business conference here, uh, just kind of like a small group, and I help. Uh, you know, part of what I do with uh, NCI is I help with business coaching for some other coaches. Just kind of like a small, little part-time thing that I do. To for me, it's really cool to help other coaches um, impact more people. But it also works a different part of my brain and, and it keeps me you know, thinking and creative and uh, it's challenging. So I really like that. So, um, one of the things that we went over in, in our business discussion today, I think is something that applies when it comes to uh, what you guys go through. One of the things that I don't like, uh, I don't like, I'm not like a huge numbers person in terms of, for me, I'm more of like a visionary. I'm not really a like, all right, we're going to get into the nitty gritty, like organization numbers of your, of your business. Like, that's just not my style, even though I know it needs to be done. I would much rather be like the creative person, the idea person, the content creator, um, you know, the visionary of where are we going? How can we change more lives? The person that inspires and all of that stuff is more of my wheelhouse. When we get into like the, the details, the logistics of it it's just not my personality but i know it needs to be done so somebody today and it's really fascinating to see somebody who's the opposite who's like totally in love with the logistics part of it and the numbers part of it he presented something in a way and it like all clicked for me he said that when you have these numbers in your business you have at the top layer the reported data, like what you're reporting, the reported data, which is like, you know, maybe it's like profit, maybe it's um, whatever numbers you're looking at, revenue, things like that. Underneath that, the next layer is the tracked data. So you've got the reported data, then you've got the tracked data. And underneath that, you've got the influences. So it's like three layers deep. At the top, it's reported. In the middle, it's tracked. And at the bottom, it's influenced. So at the bottom, the things that influence the track data, then the track data influences the reported data. And all of a sudden it clicked to me and I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what we do for our clients. Because if you think about it, right? In a one-on-one coaching environment, our clients report to their coaches how they're feeling, right? They, they report the results, they report how they're feeling, they report on all the different things that they need to report. Then we take it a layer below that, and there's the tracked data. So we have biofeedback, we have scale, we have measurements, we have all these different things that are being tracked. And then underneath that, we have everything that influences the stuff that they're tracking. So if we notice, all right, well, you know, consistency is off, or hunger is off, or energy is off, these are all the tracked metrics, or the scale's not moving, right? We have all these tracked metrics. Then underneath that, we have What influences those numbers that are being tracked or those metrics? It doesn't have to be numerical. And I think that's the cool part about this that helped it all click for me was it doesn't have to just be numerical. It could even be like you're tracking how many meals per day you're having or the composition of those meals. And now we have underneath that the things that influences that. So, we have things that influence consistency we have things that influence your energy we have things that influence your hunger so as coaches we keep going layers deeper to figure out what's influencing the stuff that you're tracking that's influencing what you're reporting and that is truly the art of coaching is finding the layers deep and fixing at the bottom layer what needs to be fixed to then influence what's being tracked because so many times we get caught up in just the the numbers. It's like, these macros don't work for me. It's like, well, is that really the case? Is it really that the numbers don't work? Or can we go layers deep and actually find that maybe what's influencing it is kind of like we talked about earlier. Maybe there's a cycle that's happening that's influencing what's happening. Like maybe you have this destructive pattern that's influencing what you're tracking, that's influencing what you're reporting to your coach. Now, all of a sudden, it has nothing to do with the numbers, it has to do with this bottom layer. Then we can fix that bottom layer. All of a sudden, we can fix that middle layer and we can fix the top layer. So, what you're reporting all of a sudden becomes successful. And it was like mind blowing to me when he, when he was breaking that down on the business side. I'm like, this is crazy because literally, what we do with our clients is this exact same thing, it's the exact same formula. And we're what I think at Pop we're really good at. Is getting to those deeper layers. I think that most coaching programs focus just on the tracked data. It's like we're just going to change the track data. We're just gonna change your numbers. We're just gonna change your macros, and that's it. Whereas I think what we do really good, what we do a great job at is we go to that bottom layer and say, what is influencing those things? What's influencing your energy levels? What's influencing your stress? what's influencing the consistency what's influencing your mindset and that's when we can tell you things like hey guess what i think the biggest issue here has nothing to do with numbers i actually think it has to do with the decisions you're making when you're in a stressful situation or it has to do with the way you're communicating with yourself which is influencing the choices that you're making which is influencing what you're tracking which is influencing what you're reporting and it it just I know it's it was like mind blowing to me so I got all excited to share this with you because I think it really helps to illustrate when people are like well tell me what coaching looks like that's exactly what coaching looks like that's what it should look like coaching should not just be a, a number manipulation system coaching should be getting to the root of what's going on and then it should be your responsibility to actively and consciously make those choices and make those changes that you need to make where the coach is the guiding light. The coach is like, we're going to shine this light. We're the lighthouse, right? We're going to shine this light where it needs to be um, you know, where it needs to be illuminated. And then you're going to take that information and do something about it. And that is like the beautiful synergy of the coach-client relationship and it take it look it takes work it takes time it takes patience it takes practice but at the end of the day if we continue to address those deeper layers all of a sudden that's how success we we, we no longer are are curious about what's the external source that i need to go to or send me like you know I'm going to sign up for this next program because maybe that's the thing I was missing, or maybe it's this supplement that I'm missing. Now, all of a sudden we get to the real shit. We get to the stuff that truly matters and truly makes a difference. So I challenge you all not only to break the cycle, which is our mini challenge, but I also challenge you to think, think about that. Think about the, the, the bottom layer. Think about what's influencing the things that you're tracking that's influencing what you're reporting. And if, if you are struggling with that, then it's probably a good sign that you should be investing in coaching because that's what we do. That's what we're really good at. If you're struggling to see those things on your own, it's probably a good sign that you should be investing in coaching. Um, If you are listening on the podcast, I am going to cut off right now. If you are in the challenge, I still need to announce the Fitbit winner. So you should hang tight for just a second. Um, Everybody on the podcast, I will talk to you all very soon.